0: you have an Airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host you can live a long healthy life if you're HIV positive with the current treatments we can get patients down to being undetectable the array of options is so much greater today you equals you Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at org. Hey, what's happening, Rush Nation, it's your boy Stocks. Before we get to today's Thanksgiving bonus matchup pod, I just want to point out that the Steelers' Ravens has now been flexed to Sunday. However, the information Murphy's about to provide still rings true. So look forward to that on the Sunday slate now, not Thanksgiving due to COVID reasons. But hey, happy Thanksgiving. Watch out for further developments. Here's the big man himself. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey Rush Nation, it's Wednesday, it's birth again, back in your ears for another, another video, another podcast, this time breaking down the Thanksgiving games. It's Thanksgiving games on Thursday, Um, big holiday in the US, all our American listeners, happy Thanksgiving, hope you're enjoying a wonderful day with your family, if possible, obviously COVID and pandemic related and i hope you're gearing up for a great day of football uh for those of you in the uk whether you're new to fantasy football new to the nfl or uh, perhaps it's a little confused with timings there's gonna be three games tomorrow uh i'm gonna give the times in the uk because you americans can can work it out for yourselves um the times for the games tomorrow are 5 30 p.m 9 30 p.m and 1 20 in the morning and so i'm going to go through with this podcast and give you all the information you need to know about those three games and we'll go from there um, and then I'll put another podcast out with uh, the rest of the games Sunday night games and Monday football but I wanted to get this out nice and early so that you can make those key start sit decisions it's a really really important week for those three games so we're going to start with Houston at Detroit now Detroit got shut out last week by Carolina uh, they're a team really on decline, you've got two losing records here, Houston got a big win against the the Patriots last week, so let's focus on them first Sean Watson's always going to be in the QB1 conversation and he certainly will be playing against this defense. So fancy him to be a high rated quarterback this week, probably a top six, top seven option, maybe even higher than that this week. Um, Duke Johnson, I think for me, is knocking on the door of the running back one conversation. The Lions just cannot stop the run. They cannot stop the run. Fancy backs score very well against them season the lines are bottom three defense against the run so this should be a really good option for, for Duke Johnson and with David Johnson on IR there's no real competition for for touches from anyone precise how I'm not really going to get involved so uh, Duke Johnson should have a really really good week now the wide receivers here, you've got Fuller and uh, Cooks. Now Still's left the game last week. Uh, he was a bit banged up. Uh, Cobb, I think, is out. Um, waiting for that. To be- I think that's official. But if it's not, it, I, I highly doubt he plays. So. You're really looking at Fuller and Cooks here. Now Fuller is the one that naturally people gravitate to and expect him to be in the wide receiver one conversation because he's deep. He will draw shadow coverage from Jeff Akuda here. And Jeff Akuda is becoming uh, a, quite a strong cornerback. Now the Lions haven't been able to cover very well this season as well as so they haven't been able to stop the run. But I actually like Brandon Cooks over Will Fuller this week. Although I think the two are close. I it wouldn't shock me if either of them were both uh, if, if both of them were inside the top fifteen wide receivers this week, that is a very possible outcome. But if I had to put money on one of them breaking into that top 15, it would be Cooks. If you looked at DJ Moore last week, he was just open. He was open every time he got the ball um, because Robbie Anson was the deep threat, which is what Will Fuller is in this case. And Anson, he got open. He got he got the ball. He got He got yards. But his were a little bit harder to come by, whereas DJ Moore was just kind of everywhere and was open. And that's what I kind of expect Brandon Cooks to to do this week. So I really, really like Brandon Cooks as a play this week. Tight ends, they're not really strong, the tight ends here. But Aitkins is as good as any for a, uh, a touchdown or bust option at tight end if you're struggling for an option this week. Now, what do we do with the Lions? Stafford's been pretty poor this season. Listen, the Houston defense isn't anything to rate it. You know, write home about and, and talk about so maybe this is not a bad spot for Stafford this is the kind of spot that if he doesn't make the most of this he's droppable because this is about as good a matchup he's got left for the rest of the season um, we think DeAndre Swift is going to play if he does he definitely is going to be in that running back one conversation because the Texans as well don't have a great run defense Holiday every week. Every week he's a questionable all the way up until whether he's going to play or not. I don't think he does. I just don't think he's going to be fit. I don't think he's going to play. If the Lions, why are you risking it? You're four and six. He's still technically in the hunt, but I, I'm not so sure. So it looks like it's going to be Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola, and Marvin Hall. Um, and if that's the case, I, I don't like any of those options. Um, being, being frank and honest, Marvin Hall would probably be my pick. Marvin Jones will get the coverage from Vernon Hargraves third, He's not exactly an elite quarterback. So maybe Jones could get in the end zone and he does turn up on Thanksgiving Day. So who knows? But I'm tempering all expectations here and thinking that the best option here is a low-end uh, wide receiver three flex play. Um, so really the only person I'm going to tell you to to start in this team uh, other than DeAndre Swift, is TJ Honkinson. I think this is a potentially good spot for him if he's fit. Again, that one's struggling a little bit of injury. Just check the reports, make sure he's practicing, make sure he's playing. But if he is, I think he's a smash spot this week uh, in the Titan 1 conversation. I think DeAndre Swift is in that conversation for running back one. Outside of that, I'm not really desperate to play anyone else. Um, and that's just where I'm at with, with those games uh, and, and the Lions. And then we've got a battle in the uh at NFC Least, we've got Washington going to Dallas. Washington won the first uh, outing out of the two this season, and whoever wins this game will have sole possession of first place on Thanksgiving with a 4 and 7 record. <laughs> uh, if it's a tie, I don't know who out of the three teams would have that, so that would be interesting. Alex Smith isn't startable in fantasy football. I'm sorry, if you're playing in a super super deep league, you, you lost Joe Burrow when he's free, then fine, I get it. But in all other circumstances, he's not really startable in in there. Gibson, I think this is a slightly harder play this week and depends on the game script. Um, I think Gibson is solid running back two this week, but definitely startable given what's on the wire and, and what's available left out there. Um, this should be a good spot for McLaurin and McKissick. Um, so I think McKissick could be a uh, a running back two in PPR as well. Um, I think he gets the check down. They get a lot of work there as well. I think McLaurin will be a solid wide receiver two this week as well. If you're looking for a desperation play, Stephen Sims got in the end zone last week. I can definitely see a scenario, especially against these Dallas quarterbacks um, where he gets into the end zone again. So uh, if Smith can get the ball going and if they can get an offense going, Stephen Stephen Sims is a bit of a contrarian play here. Um, because the you know there's not a ton of targets to go by, especially deep and going downfield. So I, I like Stims as sort of a real throw, dart throw, try and get uh, a wide receiver two production number out of nowhere. Um, Logan Thomas is always going to have numbers. Uh, he's going to be in the fringes that are tight in one conversation. That doesn't mean it's any good, but he's as good as any as a dart throw. Now we're moving on to Dallas. Andy Dalton, I think, will have a better timeout This time around, he looked pretty decent against the the Vikings. uh, And I think he's going to be sort of mid-QB2, startable. Not going to lose you a lot of weeks. The Dalton line's there for a reason. That is where he is, ironically. Um, I think this is a good spot for for Zeke Elliott. Although Washington are known for a good run defense. I think that with the volume of work he's going to have, I think he's going to do quite well in this game. And if Dallas do get ahead in this game, a lot of it's going to go through Pollard uh, Elliott if they're miles ahead, Pollard will also be a factor and could be a flex play. Wide receivers options for me. I, I still think Cooper leads it, although it was a lot of lamb last week. I do think Cooper is still the one. I think he's a wide receiver too. I think lamb's a low end wide receiver too. Gallup, I think is a wide receiver four. he's not someone I'm really looking to start anywhere uh, at this moment in time. And Dalton Schultz found the end zone last week late. I don't think this is the game for him being honest. Um, you know, if you have confidence in Andy Dalton, he's uh, he's a, a dart throw to, to get in the end zone. That's what you're looking for. But uh, I'd rather have Logan Thomas than Dalton Schultz this week. And then moving into the Thanksgiving clash, this is the proper one. So we we start off with two, you know, four teams with losing records. Uh, battling it out and then once we're done with the undercard we're left with the six and four Baltimore Ravens at the 10 and 0 Pittsburgh Steelers proper test for the Steelers now I talked on Monday how they haven't had too many this is a this is a real test of their credentials now I actually put Lamar Jackson in the sits column uh, for this week. I don't think this is the best week for him. I don't think it's a good week for Roethlisberger either. Uh, I think if you've got other options, then I can understand you wanting to play those other options and they would make sense, but appreciate you might not either. I don't think they're going to be disasters. I just think they're going to be on the fringes of that QB1, QB2 conversation. Uh, I can see a scenario where both fall out of the top 12 this week. Just be prepared for that. And if you are, then that's fine. The Gus bus for me, I think, is the one you've got to fire up. You've got no, um, no Mark Ingram and you've got no J.K. Dobbins shooter COVID. That means the, the Gus bus is going to be the number one waiver claim this week. If you've got Gus Edwards, he is a smash play this week. It's still going to be tough against that Steelers but, uh, D, but with all the power, I mean, it's going to be him and Ricard and... Justice Hill. I mean, there's no one really, like he's going to have 20 touches in this game and anyone with 20 touches should be producing 80 to 100 yards. Uh, If he gets receptions as well, happy days and that's kind of what you could be expecting from the Gus bus. We've seen it before. We can see it again. Um, I don't think any of the wide receivers our uh, starter off for of Baltimore at all. Mark Hollywood-Brown uh, donated last week. This is a much harder matchup for him, so I don't like it for him at all. So for me, Labar Jackson, fringe, QB1, but probably more likely QB2. The Gus Buss is and RB2 this week. Ty- uh, Mark-, Mark Andrews is a top five tight end this week. Uh, and then that's it. That's all you've got for the Ravens. It's just not a good matchup for them. We have Pittsburgh, you've got Ruffersburg again. Fringe can be one, but again, more likely it can be two. James Conner is a running back two this week. Uh, Benny Snell is a good um, person to have if you're in a really super deep league. He could be the one that gets into the end zone like he has done a couple of times this season, but don't overly expect that. Now, how do we split these receivers? I still go Johnson, Claypool, wide receiver twos, and Juju Smith-Schuster is a wide receiver three. That's how I got them in that order. Uh, Johnson and Claypool pretty close to each other. Johnson will get the volume PPR points uh, and the yards. Claypool potentially the end zone guy. Juju Swiss-Schuster will get the mop up kind of stuff. So uh, that's kind of how I split them. Uh, and there we keep on. There's a very low end tight end one this week. Um, only because the bar is set so low but I don't expect him to get into the end zone this week I think uh, Baltimore got that one covered so uh, expect other options potentially but he's worth starting over a ton of other players you can have on the waiver wire that'll do it for this pod thanks very much for tuning in Uh, if you've watched the video great if you watch the listen to this on the pod um, on your podcast choice don't forget to leave us a rating and review I'll be back later in the week with some more matchups but until then Rush Nation keep rushing